0: Andy Schechter is somebody who wants to be one. Hi, Andy.
1: Hi, good morning. How are you?
0: I am living the dream, as always. How are you?
1: <laughs> well, you're running for Senate. <laughs> living the dream, but boy, I'll tell you, it's some dream. <laughs> yeah, it's.
0: I think it's a, a very complicated matter because of the scope of representation and the fact that there aren't that many, right?
1: Right, exactly, and you know you got the house. There's you know fifty, sixty per state, and in the Senate they only have two per state. Um, and, and again, it's the it's the it's the, um, uh, the the, the six year term too. So you've got you got a lot of plans that you can make, and a lot of a lot of things you have to do, and you have to really be committed to it. Uh, whether you're whether you're part of the, of a team or whether you're the, the actual senator, the whole the whole team it's a, you know it's a team effort.
0: What makes you interested in the seat that is currently held by Bob Casey? Why do you think that he needs to be replaced?
1: Well, the point right now is we have we have a president in the White House. You can you can you can you can love him or you can hate him. It's your choice. I happen to like him. I know the guy personally. Um, and, and, and he needs his support in order to get anything done. Uh, even if you look back to Barack Obama's eight years, a lot of the things that, that Obama tried to accomplish weren't accomplished because there was a, you know, a stalemated um, a Congress. And if you believe in, in, in the um, freedom of, uh, of society and the, and, and the Constitution and, and you're reasonably conservative, you're going to want to get you know, swing that, uh, that, that picture a little bit the other way. I, I kind of came into the picture because I know a lot of people across the state, primarily in the West, part of the state and up here in the Luzerne County area in Columbia County Um, and thought I'd have a chance if no one else you know comes into the picture that that, they wanted it so I figured I'd give it a shot and we'll just you know see what happens but it's very important to have a a, a, uh, representation of not just the the um, uh, party, but of the people. And that's what we're trying to do now. You've seen a lot of this movement across the country, uh, what's called the America First or America's First or Americans First. There's a lot of uh, websites and Facebook pages and groups um, basically trying to put the interest of the people in. And in general, that's that's all the people. We're not, not look at the perspective of, of various things. Uh, I look at it from everyone's perspective, and um, just as an example, let's take healthcare for instance. I've had a, a great conversation with a, a very liberal, left-wing uh, individual who was uh, saying he would never agree with anything that, that I had to agree with. I said, "Well, you know, I bet we agree with more than you would think." I said, "Well, take healthcare for instance. You know, my 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 goal for healthcare is that everyone in the United States of America should be able to go be to a doctor or a hospital and not fear for filing, you know, having to file bankruptcy or not you know, not having enough money in their in their bank account to pay for it. Uh, and, 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 and there's no one, no, no one going bankrupt and, and no one going sick and, and dying because they don't have insurance. And he yeah. looked at me and he said, well, we agree with the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let's work it backwards. I figured out how we can, how we can come to a conclusion for that and a resolution.
0: Okay. So what is what is the resolution? Because saying it, it sounds great, but the actual doing seems to be a huge obstacle.
1: Well, that and that, 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 that's that's it. each each obstacle. We have a lot of obstacles, and I actually treated the um, uh, healthcare. I, well, I went down the path three years ago. I started doing some research on the on, on the on the economy. I'm an electrical engineer by trade and um, have a you know a statistical background. So I started working and digging up the raw data, and saying where are we failing? Why? How did we end up with Obamacare? Um, we ended up with Obamacare because. Uh, there was no money to have universal health care that the that the that the progressives wanted. Uh, the fact of the matter is, you can't even have a free market system if people aren't paying into that system. So we have to trace it back to the economy, and and actually Donald Trump has, has seen that he's he's starting to try to uh, uh, correct that that situation. Um, just as an example, I, I I just thought of this the other day. Whether I was looking for examples of how to how to explain this, um, you, you take uh, I have a couple of friends, and one friend comes by. She goes, "You want some extra eggs? I got wick, and I get like three dozen eggs every week, and I always have a couple dozen extra. So you know, figure one dozen of eggs for, for one person, and you figure it uh, per month. And you know it's a dollar, and then there's a million people on, on WIC. That's a million dollars, and then you figure out over over ten months that's ten million. Over the five year term, it's fifty million dollars. And if they have two kids, there's a hundred million dollars just for just for WIC you've saved. If you, if you if you reduce the benefits to something that's manageable, so in other words, don't take away benefits. Just make sure that people are getting what they need and not an excess like that. But that's just one example. I get, we need we need to get people back to work. We need to address the the opioid and the drug crisis because people can't work. If they're on drugs and they won't pass a drug test, and if people aren't working, you can't have you can't do anything. So that's the first step: fix the economy. Um, in fact, if you look at it as far as the um, uh, uh, general uh, statistics, when you actually go back to it, I actually wrote a book. I do a lecture, and I wrote a book on it. Um, uh, uh, you. Uh, you, you the United States, uh, the State of the Economy, uh, the Failure of Health Care in the U.S., it's, it's called. And that was a, a three-year effort. It's, it's actually a, a companion book to the lecture that I, that I do. And you um, actually, believe it or not, if you look at the actual workforce, it breaks down to about a third of the people actually working in this country that are considered the workforce, and only only 62 percent of that workforce is actually working. So there's a, there's a big gap in the people working versus other countries where they have, say, universal health care, where they have um, you know, free, free market care that works, where 80 to 90% of, of the workforce is working. In Japan, for instance, half the, work, half the population is in the workforce up to age 65. And of that, 98% are employed. Big difference between that between Japan and the United States. I know it's a smaller country, but we need to bring our statistics up and get people back to work. How? What's that?
0: How? How do you get them back how to, to work? People. Yeah, how do you how do you get people back to work doing something that they believe is valuable enough for them to leave uh, a benefit that they have because a lot of people, you've probably heard these stories Andy, a lot of people get benefits and if they go to work, they're going to lose they're going to end up losing going backwards by working. How do we how do we stop
1: this? Absolutely. Well, you you have to you have to encourage by discouraging. And I I was actually many years ago. I was out of work for a long time, and I was actually on public assistance. And and like you say, there's a big drop off. It's like you know, wham! It just drops off the end. And what, what you, what, what, it, what you need to do, first of all, I think you need to, to restructure the, the poverty level has to be more, has to be, has, has to be rewritten the, the, the way, it, the way it is. Cause right now it just cuts off. It should be a staggered uh, amount up to, up to a much bigger amount because people are in, in need of that, of assistance up to maybe twice what they're getting now as far as as the poverty level. And what I think you need to do is to reduce benefits accordingly so that there's not a drop off like that, that people say, gee, I'm starting to struggle. Um, and, and, and or or gee, um, I've been on it so long, you know' if not if you're healthy and you're active and you're, and you can work, you should be working, there should be incentive to go back to work or benefits will be reduced accordingly. Um, yeah, I personally don't want to see anyone suffering, but neither do I want to see anyone you know slacking the system. It has to be much closely monitored. One of the things that 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 that, that uh, uh, Donald Trump has actually done is he's gone and, and he's put restrictions on the um, this lifeline phone service, which is a very costly uh service provided to to the poor. And the people are actually on that service. I knew someone was on it for four years. They actually called them every year, saying, "Look, look, I'm working now. I don't need this anymore." And they wouldn't take them off of it. And they're actually cutting that down. I think he's cut uh, fifty or hundred million dollars off that right now just by getting people off the benefits that they shouldn't be getting. But I, I think I think a more structured system that's 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 you know more of a uh, uh, a linear curve. It's the benefits you get. Um, and people that are belong, that don't belong in that system, should be should be encouraged to go back to work. But again, a big a big chunk of that is is, is, is uh, the is the drug addiction problem that we have, which has to be addressed. So There's, yeah. there's a number of problems. It's not just a, it's not a very simple solution. To Got it. One size fits all.
0: Got it. Now yesterday I was in an event that was uh, a notation of opioid awareness deaths, and I spoke to somebody right. there who talked about uh, legislative remedies and the money that it may take in order to get people from addiction to work. Somebody suggested that uh, rehabilitation at 28 days. I mean, and that's really if you get 28 days, it's kind of uh, a big deal because your insurance company really wants to cut you off much sooner. This person suggested that we are just not allowing people to have enough time to recover. How do you see that?
1: Well, I'm, I'm not a, uh, a physician, and my background isn't medical, uh, so I, I, I can't tell you what a, what a re- 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 recovery period would be, but I certainly would, would, would want to know the, the um, statistical results for that to, to make sure that people are getting the, you know, the time that they deserve. And I think that somehow the manufacturers of those, of those drugs that have caused that addiction should be part of the solution. They should provide either free or or some sort of service to get people off those drugs that they got them on in the first place. And you know, I think they're actually more important even in the hospitals and the other facilities. That I think that, you know, the manufacturer. You look at asbestos; you've got giant lawsuits over asbestos and other products. Why not over the over the opioids? You know, that, there should be a resolution from the people that make that product that's killing people.
0: So you think that if that was if that was approached, then there would be the kind of money that we would need. To do uh, a more longer term treatment for these individuals,
1: right? Exactly, and I, I think that you know hospitals that, that prescri- and doctors that pre- that over prescribe should be held liable as well as far as providing further resources for recovery. Um, you know, it's got to come from the from the private sector because it, you know you create a problem and you, you, you need a resolution to that problem from the people that created it, and that's typically the way our legal system works.
0: It seems to me that you really want to go and use uh, statistics, kind of like when uh, the guy from the Oakland Athletics wrote the book about small ball and trying to find these ways to make a winning team by using actual hard numbers. Uh, am I in the ballpark on this one at all?
1: Well, very few people have. The last person, the last politician that I'm aware of that actually looked at the statistics was Ross Perot. I and mean, he was right on the money. People laughed at him, but you know what? When you look at it over the years, and you go back, if you look at back to 1970 is where our problems started. 1970 is when the when the public welfare system started. Um, it's actually there's actually a, um, a, a whole set of occurrences that occurred at the same time. I probably don't have time to go in-depth into that, but you—you you can, you know, my book goes into that but and my lecture goes into that. But you, it's definitely looking at the statistics. It, if you look back and see what's happened, you know how to resolve the problem. But if you don't look at your past history, you're just going to play it over and over and over again, like all the, all the Facebook memes are saying these days.
0: Well, I, let me ask you this. It, do you believe that some people are desirous of having these problems for their own benefit?
1: Well— I don't know if they start out that way, but it certainly becomes a, a crutch. It becomes a, you know, gee, just let, let's go out and you know, have a beer tonight and, and, and collect our, our check tomorrow. Um, and if you look at it, I mean, I don't know if you're aware of the statistic, but one of the statistics is that of all the, all the Americans today, 46% of Americans, of every single American, currently has universal health care. That is in the form of either uh, uh, Medi- Medicaid, uh, WIC, uh, Medicare, uh, VA. You can go down the line. But it, it comes out that just about 46% of every single American has that. It's be, and for, and for, from, the, from the medical perspective, it's going to be hard-pressed. That's why you see people rioting in the streets over. this. nobody wants to lose their free universal health care, that the progressives tout so much. Uh, and in reality, if you look at the, at the fact as a as a, as a crazy uh, right wing Republican, you might laugh at me. But I look at, at, at universal health care versus uh, uh, free uh, free market, and you know both work out the same. If you look at, in, in European nations and and some of the, uh, the the Asian countries, and look at what the um, uh, what what they what their a lot of their universal cares, it's it's worse than. What we have as Medicare or as even our our um, uh, ACA plan, uh, they're paying. They're paying more than we are. Who? Where? Where? Well, if you look at um, uh, just like even even in um, trying to get a country, Spain is one of them, where they actually have an eight. They they only pay eighty percent of your medical. You you don't pay your bills. They that's part of your. They take it off your your. um, Taxes, but when you go to go to the hospital, they're paying eighty percent, just like uh, Medicare. Uh, now you go to Japan. I think Japan is one of the ones that pays one hundred percent of everything. Believe it or not, one of the one of the best systems—not necessarily the best healthcare—but one of the best systems is in Cuba, where everything's paid for and everybody gets everything paid for. Uh, but they're all different. And these plans—you can't just say universal healthcare, or you can't just say uh, free market. You have to have a plan that's going to actually be affordable. Uh, and not 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 all universal health care is, is truly affordable, and especially when you look at the taxation rates for it. So we, you have to take that whole thing into consideration when you when you when you create a plan. Uh, what's the cost of the actual plan, and then what's the cost of your, your out of pocket uh, total, and that and then is it affordable?
0: Okay, one one more question, then we got to fly. You say that you sure. uh, you know Donald Trump. Uh, talk about your relationship with him, and is he, in your estimation? doing a good job because you know he's been kind of savaged in many quarters what do you think about right.
1: it? yeah uh, yeah i can i can give you the the, the, the one minute version of donald trump I, I i worked with donald trump uh uh many years ago in the um uh, working on his uh, on on his boat one of his boats and also on his casino and in, in, in Atlantic city and um Hey, he's a really nice guy. I mean, he invited, he would invite people to his parties afterwards. When he, even his contractors, and uh, he was a really great person. Uh, typical, you know, businessman. Uh, had political interest all along. As to, you know, always had his his two cents in for, for the political aspect. Um, and uh, well, I tell people, Donald Trump is Donald Trump. You're not going to change his attitude. He's not going to stop tweeting. He's not going to stop making a fool of himself. But you know what? He's done a lot right now. A lot of people don't look at that. A lot of the media doesn't see that. But when you see the the amount of reductions he's reduced in the in the um, uh, public assistance, he's reduced over a hundred million dollars, almost two hundred million dollars, including that that Lifeline program. He's been cutting people off that of don't belong on it any longer. Uh, he's uh, you know he's done a lot. He's 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 being stymied by the Congress. Um, but I think that if. You get a decent Congress in there to help him out. If if he kind of slows down a little, little and listens to to the, to the members of Congress, I think he'd make a great president. He is he is doing a lot more than, than you see in the media, though.
0: All right, Andy Schechter, great to meet you for the first time today, and I'm sure we'll talk to you in the future as you stage a run for U.S. Senate, and we look forward
1: to it. Thank you very much. And I appreciate you giving me the time on the air today. You have a great day. It's our